murderers decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny and I'm joined with... Dr. Krippen. Uh, you know what? You know what? I feel like every week this name is changing. <laughs> and every week it frustrates me even more. Nah, today's fearless ego. As it is every single other week, he just decides he wants to be extra. No, I, I, I just liked his name, Dr. Krippen. <laughs> it looks interesting. Is that why you chose the topic? I was like, ah, oh, the first ever caught on, I'll, I'll say tape. Yeah, that one. Do you even know what a telegram is? <laughs> you know, when I, when I read that, you know what I thought? Yes. I read telegram. I was like, what? Do you even I, know what a telegraph is? 50%. So I'll go with the no. A no. Mm. It's an invention, a device, <laughs> a system. Which allows the transmission of information by coded signal over distance. Why does it sound like a radio? Uh, you know, like you know, Morse code recordings. vibes? Yeah. Beep, beep, mm, beep, mm. beep, beep. Uh, that one. <laughs> how do you... Okay, that's going to be interesting to hear. No, mm, so you know... If it's like beep, 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 then you know then that's they a, have a code. Yeah, yeah. And if it's a beep, 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 Yo, beep, then it's a B. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. To, to expose a murder through that. How long did it take you to... Beep, 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 And the person also was like... I went okay. to a museum <laughs> once where you, ha- you could put headphones on. <laughs> 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 <I'm so sorry. sighs> I'm so sorry, guys. I have a very... There's distractions all around me today. But anyway... <laughs> I went to the museum and you could put headphones on and then they had like the Morse code letters and you had to try and listen and try to figure Until out which what one the is message Yo. is. Yeah. Okay. I've seen those things in movies, but like real life for Maybe. me to do that. It's like, I feel like it's like, you, you know, uh, uh, a blind person. But have you, you know? seen it? But they don't do it mm. slowly, hey? They're like... They go mm. fast, fast. I'll learn it, guys. Just for you. Just Next for you. Next week, we'll give Nash a taste. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ish. Ish. Anyway. Okay, it's fine. So, today we're diving into the first case that was ever solved by Telegram. Okay, guys? Technological <laughs> Telegram. advances are she happening. She said it. Huh? Telegram. Let's Telegram. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. It's... It's not my fault. Telegram, telephone, telegram. <laughs> Why is it all the same? <laughs> telegram. Television. Okay, it's fine. We'll go you with telegram. Yeah. <laughs> Teller. So it's oh. Teller and then vision, graph, gram, and what's that on? Phone. Yeah, phone. It's fine. We'll go right, with telegram. It's fine. You know anyway, what she means. It's a case with twists and turns and a case that might have ended up with the wrong man's execution. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yo. That's when the suspenseful, suspenseful music is mm. cued in. Do-do. If I edit Do-do. it, does it, then I'll be very impressed. But <laughs> I won't hold my breath. Why not? Hmm? <laughs> yes. Anyway, so let's dive right into it. In 1893, 
Hawley Carvey Crippen married his second wife, Cora Turner. Hmm. When I, whenever I hear Turner, I immediately think of Pirates of the Caribbean. Da, 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 it's like an immediate, like, in hey. my brain, mm. Will Turner. <laughs> Guys, I'm obsessed with those uh, movies. They're my comfort movies. Hey. Don't ever talk badly about them. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, so if no, you guys, ever I can like legit mm. quote scenes from the first one I've watched. Whenever I'm feeling sick, and I mean like, you know, when you're like in the bed, sick, dying sick with flu. George, George. I watched the first part of the Caribbean, makes me feel better. Don't huh. ask me why. Okay. Anyway. I need to find a movie. He married her in New Jersey, America. Hmm. Seven years later, in 1900, they moved to London. Let's go. Now, remember, in those days, a move like that is a hella big thing because there's mm-hmm. no Facebook. There is no way. There's no airplane. You're going on Titanic type boats. Hey, it's like hey. a big move. He was employed as a representative for Munion's Remedies, hmm. a company making homeopathic remedies, while Cora, using the name Belle Elmore, had aspirations to become a music hall artist hmm. however she was not very talented Ish. according to reports again Aye. i've never heard her singing Aye. so i would have absolutely no idea if she was talented or not mm-hmm. but apparently it was said guys my big one of my biggest pet peeves is when people go on stage at like x factor america's got talent <laughs> and they believe they are the next beyonce but they can't even hold a note why are you on stage? It's scripted. Why? I don't want to be hearing that. It is an assault to my ears. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ish, ish. Yeah, no. I, okay, I don't know. I don't want to add a comment there. And in fact, neither Belle or Cora was her real name. Mm-mm-mm. She was born, and guys, I'm so sorry about this pronunciation. <laughs> Kanigunda Makamotsky. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and was the daughter of a Russian Polish father, hence the name, which I cannot pronounce, <laughs> and a German mother. These Russians. She. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I promise you, you could be <sighs> saying I love you in uh, Russian, and I think he, I'd probably mm, think mm, you're mm. trying to kill me. Yes. It's, you know, you get like scary languages. Like Russia is a scary language. Okay, guys, that means we must go disappear from this. Okay, think about it like this, Nash. Like, think about it. French, Spanish, Italian. They're like, really? They're known as like... (laughs) (laughs) Listen to me before you laugh. (laughs) They're known as... They like sound like smooth and like mm. romanticy and then you get Russians, which is like... Even in this, it's just like scary. You see when even you said like, that, like, I always like, <laughs> like, even German. You know what happened in even my mind? German is like, a, it's like a language. Yeah, it's like a scary language. I think that's that's the problem. Like, yeah, once you hear it's that, it's the way that they, like they sound out the words. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? And yeah, but probably so, cult, pop culture. Obviously, looking at what she sources, said, what I was thinking is like in French. So if they are telling you that they're gonna kill you, you'll be like, oh. <laughs> I don't even know. Let me see how they, how they say that in yeah, French. Let's yeah. see what it says. The time they Google saying, Translate. Go and kill her. He said he loves me. Oh, no, I kissing. know what I love you in French is, so yeah. it's definitely not going to... But they changed the sentence. Then they use a different way. Okay, let's see here. What Church, did he say? Church, Church. I'm <laughs> am <laughs> going <laughs> to kill, kill you. Hey. I'll see if I can play it. 
for the mic. Da -da -da. Dun -dun. Je vais te tuer. You know what? You're so you right now. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Kill you. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's so sweet. Oh, no. I, I understand now. You wouldn't even understand that they're trying to murder that you. That is why I was laughing. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. Anyway, <laughs> she was also a most overbearing and dominant character. So you know those people who just take up the room with their energy? We're like, when they walk in the room, they own that room. Yeah. You feel me? I'm not that person. I don't want people to see me. I want to call it to a corner. <laughs> I hate the attention. So I'm the complete opposite. But anyway, her long-suffering husband supported her ambitions to be first an opera singer. And when that didn't work out, a singer in the music hall. But she had very little success because obviously she couldn't sing. All she did manage to get out of her career was a few show business friends and the position of treasurer of the music hall Ladies Guild in London. So at least she's doing something for herself. She's not yeah. sitting at home waiting to be an aspirational... Ish. auto -tune. I don't know, famous singers of the 1910s. Why so. was auto-tune not there? Because it's 1900s. They're supposed to invent it for <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway... In September 1904, I, Dr. Crippen, and his wife took huh? a lease on a, I nearly said 89, <laughs> 39 Hill Drop Crescent in Hollow Way. Yes. Part of the thinking behind this move was the pair could have now have separate bedrooms. So apparently huh? things were not going great. But apparently this house was also very much out of their pay grade. It was like costing like 50 pounds, hey. something stupid like that. Like, apparently it was quite expensive yeah. for what they were making. Mm, mm. Hey. So, because apparently their relations had now fallen out by 1907. Okay, yeah. you know, husband and wife, mm -hmm. like not getting on. I have no interest in mm -hmm. even looking in your direction besides for when I need to. Plus, Mr. Crippen himself had fallen in love with somebody else. Mm. You know, classic... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Affair, everything, you know. Yeah. I got married to the wrong person. Now I'm ish, actually ish. my true soul, absolute nonsense. Please yeah. make sure you marry the right person. Don't come with this Ay. trash. Okay. Okay. Like seriously. Yeah. The object of his desire was Ethel Leneve. Okay. Ooh, A typist who worked for him. Yeah. So it's your typical secretary boss. Hey, let's go. Little shenanigans. <laughs> okay. A little. So, at the same time that his relations were kind of falling out with his wife, he began this relationship with Ethel. And the situation continued until 1910. Hey. Then, on the evening of Monday, 31st January 1910, the Crippens threw a dinner party mm. for two close friends of Bell's. Their names being Paul and Clara Martinetti. Mm -hmm. The meal passed pleasantly enough except for one incident. Paul had asked to go to the bathroom. Okay. Hey, standard hey. question. You know, you just eaten, you're feeling full, you know. Yeah. You need bathroom, right? Hey. Like standard. Mm -hmm. Right? But Crippen didn't escort him upstairs to show him where the toilet was. Mm. So... Miss Cora Turner 
had an absolute hissy fit at him. So, okay. I mean, I understand, like, being annoyed, but, like, I don't feel like that is something that warrants such a... Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because it's not like he ended up then... Do you get what I'm saying? Like, nothing bad really could have happened out of the situation. Yeah. It's not like he gambled all the money, their money away mm-hmm. or, I don't know, crashed the car on purpose. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's such a stupid reason yeah. to just completely blow the mm. top of the teapot off. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm a woman and I can't even understand why this woman is getting angry. Hey. So, I'm not on Cora's side right now. Anyway, <laughs> by the time the... Martinetti's finally left. It was around 1 a.m. on Monday, February mm. 1st. It would be the last time that anyone ever saw Cora Turner alive. Suspenseful music. Over the next week or so, people began to ask where Cora was because mm. obviously mm. it's like, mm. you know, where, where is she? Crippen yeah. said that she had gone to America. Convenient. Huh. America. Let's go. As the days passed, the story was amended and now she had fallen ill. So she first uh, had gone uh, to America and now uh, she was sick. Finally, Crippen told people that his wife had passed away. Wow. There was, however, one problem with this. Ethel Lenive had started wearing some of Cora's jewelry. Mm-mm-mm. And by the end of February, she had moved in with Crippen Mm-mm-mm. at Hilltop Crescent. So, so sp- first of all, Mm-mm-mm. like, I don't know. Okay, okay. Let me put it like this. Like, let's say, like, I have a pair of earrings that were from my mom. My mom passed away in 2021. That's yeah. like sentimental. Yeah. Like, I kept them because they were one of her favorite pairs. And, you know, she was my mom and everything. Yeah. But to wear your boyfriend's ex-wife uh, who's just died's jewelry. Uh, also, why didn't she take her jewelry with her to America? Exactly. Like, I am not... Like, in, I overpack jewelry in when I go overseas. I take everything because I never know what earrings I'm going to wear. Yeah. But I make sure my jewelry is with me. Okay? Mm. Like, I would not be leaving my stuff, if, especially if I'm moving back to America. Yeah. Yeah. But to wear it is kind of just like, first of all, that's very disrespectful mm-hmm. to the person who's just passed away. But it's also very suspicious to be like, what's Why? going on? Yeah. Anyway... Friends grew more suspicious, and in due course, these suspicions were passed on to the police. Dun, dun, dun. On July 8th, Chief Inspector Walter Dew called at Hilldrop Crescent, where he found Ethel alone. Crippen, hmm. it seemed, was at work, so Dew visited him there, and the two returned together to Hilldrop Crescent, where Crippen happily showed the officer around the house. Hmm. He also told Dew a different story. Cora had left him for another man. <laughs> Almost certainly a man named Bruce Miller, an American she had met in late 1903. Mm. Dew told Crippen that it would be better if Cora contacted him to confirm the story, and Crippen said that he would place an advertisement in certain newspapers asking her to make contact. So <laughs> basically now he's saying, no, she's not dead. 
she's run away with this American Another, man. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then he's kind of playing the card as you know. I didn't want to be mm. embarrassed that she'd now run away with so, this, so I yeah. just made up the story that she's dead. But my guy, you also aye, were having aye, an affair, aye. so I don't understand what what were you trying aye. to hide? Mm. You literally, you literally moved in with someone like five minutes after she left. Ish. Mm. Anyway, hey, Trump. Things now moved very quickly. The next day, on 9th of July, Crippen shaved off his distinctive moustache, which apparently was known by everyone, and with Ethel Leneve, disguised as a boy, travelled to Brussels. First of all, who's going to believe a whole woman dressed up like a boy? Like, expect... No, but you think about it, right? Today, there is things to make that plausible, right? Like, Mm. if you think about it, like, there's tape and there's clothing and it's much more there is a lot more access to make a woman look like a guy today Mm. whereas back then in 1910 Uh. (laughs) i don't know how they were thinking they were gonna pull this off but anyway wear sunglasses (laughs) (laughs) yeah clark Uh. kent move you don't take the glasses off and you're superman put the glasses Uh, back on you clark kent because no one no one could figure that one out. Imagine. DC. Imagine. Yeah. Imagine. Anyway, they bought tickets for a passage to Canada, traveled to Antwerp, and there boarded the SS Montrose, traveling as father and son. At the same time, Chief Inspector Dew returned to Hilldrop Crescent. He was surprised to find Crippen. Crippen and Ethel missing and decided to make another routine search huh? of the house. In the cellar, he noticed some loose bricks in the floor. Officers were ordered to make a more or thorough search and beneath those bricks, they found the remains of a body. Hey. The body was headless, hey. limbless hey. and boneless. Yo. Little more than pieces of flesh, but it was Female. It was time that they needed now really to find Crippen. To remove someone's bones is a Uh, lot of work. You feel uh, me? uh, uh, Aboard the Montrose as father and son, they watched with interest. They, They were watched with interest. They seemed to be unduly affectionate and were constantly holding hands which i mean in the 1910s <laughs> you think that's not gonna raise eyebrows because i mean it's not like today where everybody does everything and everyone is just like okay we'll put up with it that's another story <laughs> for another day but this is 1910 you could literally be killed for stuff like this hey what are you doing like and are you that dog <sighs> that you're not gonna hide your relations Imagine. You're going to just do it on the deck of the boat, you know. <laughs> Are you dumb? Oh. I'm sorry, guys. This is just too much. I... Added to that, the boys' clothing seemed to be very ill-fitting. Mm. Captain Kendall had his suspicions and telegraphed a message to Scotland Yard. <laughs> Dew, now determined to intercept the father and son, boarded a foster ship, the SS Laurentic, and the hunt was on. On hey. Sunday, 31st of July, Dew and other officers boarded the Montrose as it sailed up to St. Lawrence. The father and son were identified as Crippen and Ethel Leneve. Both were arrested and after three weeks were escorted back to England to face trial. Hey, let's go. 
It was decided that the pair should not be tried together. Mm. Crippen would face his trial first, and once the verdict had been determined, Ethel would take her turn in the dock to be tried as an accessory. So they were not blaming her for the murder. They were just Mm. saying, you're an accessory. Mm. So it was that on the 18th of October, Crippen stood alone in the dock at the Mm. Old Bailey before the Lord Chief Justice of England, Lord Alverston, the proceedings would last until the 22nd of October. <laughs> Crippen's defense was simple. The body found in the cellar of his home was not Cora's. The body must have been of some poor unknown woman and had been placed there before him and Cora had moved in. <laughs> it was therefore crucial to the protect prosecution to prove that the body was in fact Cora's. One piece of the flesh found in the shallow grave had borne a scar and medical records showed that Cora had such a scar on her lower abdomen. More conclusive was the fact that the remains had been wrapped in a pajama jacket, and the tag inside that jacket led to the manufacturer's Jones Brothers. They confirmed that this particular cloth and pattern were not issued until late 1908, proving that the body must have been placed after the date obviously that yeah. they had moved in yeah this and the scar was consistent with the body being that of cora turner <laughs> medical tests had shown that the flesh contained traces of hy- hyacinth a poison and it was known that crippen had purchased five grains of that substance on the 17th of january two hey. weeks before cora had sure. vanished Sure. It was enough for the jury who took under 30 minutes to find Crippen guilty of his wife's murder. <laughs> on the 25th of October, Ethel was put on trial as an accessory to the murder and found not guilty. A oh. subsequent appeal on behalf of Crippen was dismissed and his death sentence was confirmed. <laughs> on Wednesday, the 23rd of November, 1910, 48-year-old Crippen was hanged at Pencilville by John Ellis and William Willis, Crippen's last request was to be buried with a photograph of Ethel in his unmarked grave, which the request was granted. <laughs> so now, apparently people are suspicious that he never killed his wife. Yeah. So people are like, if it was, okay, so people were like, okay, let's say he snapped because of that bathroom incident. He's like, I've had enough of this woman You know, the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Yeah. Why then go through all the trouble of dismembering her like he did? Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like, the violent nature of the crime just doesn't seem to match. Like, that violent nature of the crime is something I would associate with Jack the Ripper or... (laughs) The Poor vampire Jack. people we were doing a few weeks Poor ago, Jack. or sloppy Ish. Joe. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh, no, yeah, but you, under- jo- uh, you understand yeah, what no, I'm I saying. What you saying, went yeah. from a story that's pretty much like a domestic dispute that led to maybe even him being, yeah, like it's like mm. a domestic out of anger killing, which happens. Yeah. Into something that's like Jack the Ripper style killing when you suddenly now... And you dismember the body after she was dead. Yeah. Because she had died from the poison. So it's like a complete contrast to what the situation was. Like you've got a normal domestic fight argument and then you've got serial killer murder. 
mm. style. Mm. Like it's like completely contradictory because in the video I was watching, they were saying that often women use poison. And the reason women use poison is because they're often the subordinate and the mm, man yeah. is dominant. And they were saying that in this relationship, it was very clear that Cora was the dominant figure in the relationship, which would then lead... I was like... Ugh. It would lead an explanation as to why he would use poison if he felt that he actually couldn't overpower her would have been able to kill her in another... Do you get what I'm saying? But again, why go from just a husband dispute... Maybe he was planning on killing her. Maybe he wanted to be with... What's this Maybe other chick's name? Maybe the Ethel. other person was planning to kill her. What other person? Ethel. Mm. Okay, whatever. Whoever it may, <laughs> but you, I, uh, the things still aren't adding up. If let's say they plan it together, let's say that Ethel and Crippen wants to be together. You know, like Lardy da, they want to get married, they want to mm. have their family, etc., etc. That's all in well to just then poison her. Mm. Why the whole dismemberment? Because obviously, another thing they were—they—they're not your psychopath. You know, serial killers get yeah, away with is, it yeah. so often because of mm. the details. So they yeah. went then all through the whole thing of cutting her up to mm. then wrap her in pajamas that could be traced back to him. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like dots aren't lining up. The the motive doesn't constitute the whole serialistic violence of it and then the violence of it that would come with a serialistic serial killer type of mentality isn't then matched by the sloppiness even the sloppiness of how they were running away so yeah this the, the whole thing for me if they had just found her buried and she had just been poisoned i would have been like a hundred percent this is them they were running away whatever whatever mm. the whole thing that is not making sense to me is the whole dismemberment i don't know how that adds up to the story but also, why would the other one pretend to be a boy? I think that was just to disguise, to be like, they're wanting to get away. It's not very clear. I'm not, that's my thing. Nash, they're not clever criminals. Mm. They're not at all. The poison is tracked to him. The pajamas are tracked to him. Their disguises were disgustingly bad. So you, you think you were set up? I don't know. I, that's my thing is I don't the only piece of evidence like I said if they found a dead body under the the flower bed that had just been poisoned I would have been yeah. like a hundred percent yes this was them but the dismemberment is what is confusing me I don't understand what was the need and what was the purpose where's the head where's the limbs yeah do you get what I'm saying I'm like like if he wanted to dismember the body, because he was a doctor. I mean, he did have surgical, I mean, he had skills. If he yeah. wanted to dismember the body to get rid of the evidence, then why not get rid of all of it? Why was then a piece of it left over? Because then ultimately that would defeated the whole purpose. Mm, so mm. it's this whole dismemberment process for me that is just not adding mm. up. Like I said, if she'd just purely been poisoned, I would have been like, they Definitely did it. 100%. But it's just like such a weird change of mentality. It's like went from killing my, wi my, my, my husband or wife to let's be Jack the Ripper to going back to, oh, I just killed my wife. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do get what you're saying. It's like weird. I can't like think I of said, possible the only scenarios. Thing that 
The only thing that could have been why he dismembered the body was purely to try to get rid of the evidence. And because he had the skill, it could have been possible. But then why do a half-hazard job? Yeah. It's just so strange for me. And apparently they also <laughs> found letters from Cora from America after... Because apparently the, the, the time span between Ooh. her death, right, or her leaving to America... And him being... It's like a year, okay? This didn't happen... It's like half a Unless year. Unless like, there was an external person who was doing these things. Sending yeah. him letters and he was convinced. And then... Yeah. Because you see, because she went missing, right? But <sighs> She went missing around February. They were only running away in July, which is six months... So that body was hidden for six months. You telling mm. me if you thought the police were on your case that there wasn't a time in that six months now that you could have, that you could have done. It's not like the next day. Six months had passed. Mm. Six months. The only thing that would make sense is an external person who's sending him messages mm. and you already probably killed her and put her wherever he oh, like an accomplice yeah but now he wasn't aware of the situation because the thing happened. is is he actually never confessed to how he did it or why he did it he never yeah. he never played guilty so we actually don't know the story from his point of view either and if he didn't kill her that means probably he loved the person that he was with that he didn't want her to get blinked oh uh, that's mm. also a pretty good mm. option so Although he bought the poison. That's why I'm saying the those, person Because you see, in those days, I don't know if, <sighs> if women would have been allowed to buy such because of the whole, you know, when because women didn't have that place. And so, that. so I don't know. Maybe Ethel, I, I do think that Ethel and him probably works together. There's no way she didn't know if he killed that's, him. That's my only conclusion right now. So There's my no final way. say... There is absolutely no way she didn't know. If she if, if, if Kripen my, had killed uh, his wife, there's no way Ethel didn't know. Because imagine now you're dating someone and that person's like, we gotta, we got to get up today and we got to move to America. So You're going to be it, like, uh, sorry, yeah. but so, why? I believe that they work together yeah. and he happened to be the inexperienced uh, obsessed lover you know <laughs> yes so lack of experience but obsessed and she was like okay this is what you're gonna do and probably also because she doesn't have experience so she said one two three four and he did it but yeah, yeah it's, not a very, it's a very strange crime i won't lie it's a very strange murder and then they thought that they were gonna live happily ever after. And then they were caught on a boat. Eish. And then there's no one to no way to run because they're caught in the sea. <laughs> we're gonna swim away from the cops, bye bye, you know, get it. So that Eish. is the case of Dr. Crippen. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, like I said, I can't even draw a final conclusion because it is very like confusing to my brain. <laughs> But anyway, next week, I'm very excited. We already have talked about next dun, 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 dun. So it involves an assassination. Dun, 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 dun. So if you're ready for some a political yes. intrigue and assassination, yeah, yeah. make sure to be back Brains next are going to be flying out. I'm just kidding. Really? No. <laughs> blood might squirt out, but not brains. But we will <sighs> see you next time. Peace.
Stay updated and entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcast, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like the posts, comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM Radio has never been better.